welcome to a new episode of the podcast from artist to entrepreneur. Today we have the time again that you listen to an interview. So if you listen to the podcast for a longer time, you will see that I switch between solo episodes and interviews to give you the biggest and most possible range of experiences and perspectives and stories. Yeah, and in the different fields of art. Therefore, today I'm having Jenna Burnett in the show. She's an actress, she's a producer, she's a coach for actors, and so much more. She is like the multi-talented woman in the actors and art field, and I was super happy to have her in the show. And she shared so much wisdom and so much learnings and own experiences on, your, on her own path. So... As always, very recommendable to take paper and pen because there is coming so much. What I loved is one specific piece about deciding to go all in with one thing or having the possibility to spread your art business as long as it's under one umbrella. So, yeah, won't tease more, but... Um, Listen carefully and I hope you that you can take lots of things out there and if it's one thing it's already enough oftentimes we need one word we need one sentence one insight and this can change your whole path your whole next steps so super super happy that you're here I wish you a beautiful hour to listen to this podcast and let me know on social media or private dm or via email or in iTunes, Spotify, let me know what you could take out of it. When you like the podcast, share it, please, with friends, with other artists, that every artist can empower themselves, can be more successful, be more impactful, earning more money, whatever it is on your path now from artist to entrepreneur. I would love to support you. In case you need some mentoring or coaching, reach out, then we have a conversation and see where this can go with us. And for now, enjoy the episode. A wonderful, beautiful welcome to an amazing woman where I can't wait to dive into this interview. Today's guest is Jenna Burnett and what she is doing and what path she has behind and in which current situation she is. I mean, I definitely can't wait to hear because we haven't connected in a while. And so I'm curious myself to hear and even about your whole story for everyone listening from their path from artist to entrepreneur, what you have to share for insights and experiences and wisdom welcome dear jenna thank you so much yes i was very excited i mean we spoke briefly i mean i mean briefly it was an hour but you know that that's not enough time with Tina. um and never but yeah and that was a good two years ago and there's just so much to dive into which is very exciting but definitely when I heard that you were putting together a full podcast about not just supporting you know artists as artists but helping them support them in terms of understanding their power in terms of business which sometimes we stray away from mm -hmm. uh, you know I was very excited to speak about that I'm very uh, passionate about that subject too <laughs> amazing so probably the best com combo today to dive into this topic let's use the time the precious time maybe we start yeah before you say what you're now doing let's simply start when have you discovered your own artist path when have this started what kind of art and what made you decide to go this path or maybe it was not so linear uh, yeah, <laughs> linear paths. Those are fun. Um, well, 
definitely like, you know, not to be cliche, but I was one of those kids that, you know, was up in front of the family, like, let me sing you a song, let me do a little dance and, you know, knew really early, like, and I say it cliche, but I also say it in terms of it, it's a blessing. I knew early on, I was like, mom, dad, I, I want to perform, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, to continue the blessing of once I was 13, I um, I played Anne Frank in the Diary of Anne Frank, um, which is a very cool, intense um, mm-hmm. play, meaningful. And it was after that, that my dad was like, okay, so you you're doing this doing this I was like yes I'm 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 gonna do this Mm -hmm. and so to have support of family at that point was so huge um because I know not everybody gets that so I I want to call all the blessings that are there because there are so many um you know to help get me to this point and um my continue the blessing family was so amazing they had already started to put together a college fund for me and I started taking risks I said I want to use part of my college fund to go take voice and acting and dance classes after school in high school. And they were like sitting me down. They're like, do you understand what you're doing? You are taking away from, you know, and I was like, nope, I can do this and that'll help me get a scholarship or something. Um, And I did, it worked. And I got into a uh, top four theater school, uh, SMU in Dallas, Texas, um, and I, I mean, so much to say about that experience in and of itself, but, uh, keeping it short and sweet, um, then started working my way up the East coast after I graduated, um, with not just degree in acting, but, um, also a specialty in musical theater and a specialty in stage management. I think it is so wow. important to hmm. study how the art is made, how the art is managed, how the, you know, so we'll, I'm sure we'll dive into that, but, um, started my waking my way up the East coast, working on, you know, little dinner theaters or puppetry, anything I could do to be like, technically I'm doing acting, um, got all the way up to New York, was there for, you know, a good two, two years in person, um, then spent two and a half years traveling between there and Baltimore for work. And now I'm down here in Atlanta and, you know, the new Hollywood of the South. So came all the way back down here and, you know, it's, it's been a crazy ride of everything from, you know, acting myself to casting to, to producing. I mean, we'll, we'll dive in, we will dive in today. So it's, it's kind of crazy when you, you know, as you, put a few more years on the calendar and you're like wow there's been a lot going on hasn't there it's pretty cool wow yeah thank you definitely we will dive into everything um and as you said right it's like when you look back and you think like wow this happened in two years it feels like 10 or this oh this is already 30 years ago <laughs> like all these things like you think like wow what the fuck this is this is happening yeah 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 so then Let's dive into directly the part of your studies of art and simultaneously the management part. Was it, let's say, automatically there or was it your decision that you want to do both? So you can, um, they 
first of all, like, I mean, like a lot of theater programs, it was very exclusive and like the audition process was insane, but also it involved a very rigorous um, interview process. And that interview process is when they sort you into, do you just want to do acting or do you want to do theater studies? And so that's, I, I cannot stress enough to everybody, like, and, and don't like freak out if you're like, I've only studied the craft. I'm like, can just start now starting to educate yourself on what else is going on. And I knew early on, I was like, I want to do theater studies. I want to study directing and playwriting and stage management. I want to know all the stuff about what's yeah. going on. So mm -hmm. really blessed to get into that part of the program. Um, and so that was, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. So early on just started doing it and, um, it, it was definitely something that I noticed a lot of people actually shied away from of in terms of stage management, um, because a lot of people are worried that they're going to get stuck behind the stage or behind the camera stuck. Um, you know, they're like, I can't do behind. They're never going to see me as an actor. And um, that is, you know, you just have different hats in your life at different times. And there are plenty of like huge name actors, if we want to go down that route of examples that, you know, they're producing their own stuff, they're directing their own stuff. And so you don't know that until you start to branch out and, and try it. And um, stage management is not that painful. I know there's a lot of organizing, but you guys getting a bit of organizing um you know can't hurt because you're gonna have to do a few things yourself before you can be you know hiring people to do that kind of stuff for you so and maybe we we will jump back and forth but yeah everyone should take a pin and a paper and writing and maybe listening to it twice but let's let's go with the flow and then when you're saying this i think one thing what i'm always talking about of course artists and entrepreneur makes like entrepreneur it's no either or so what you're saying like hey the, the, it's simply always an end and it's simply the both and what's also coming when you share this with the start studying in this and embodying it you gain so much more confidence so much more power to not being i had i had an interview with the singer songwriter musician she does also lots of stuff from la and she the the podcast episode was called Never give up your independence because when you then dive into both and gaining so much more knowledge, power, independence, yeah. confidence, yeah, you are not a play ball, right? Then, then you are embodying both of it. Yeah. And you don't want to, and you know, I'm not bringing negative in, but you do yeah. hear stories occasionally of people being like, oh, their manager took advantage of them, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Like people are like, that's well, that's that's so far and few in between. So I'm not saying anybody's going to take advantage of you, but what could happen is somebody's not going to advocate. Nobody's going to advocate and push as hard for your career as you are. No. Nobody. And if you don't even know what's possible, uh, and then also, um, you know, knowing all these behind the scenes stuff, like there was, I, I have to do a shout out, incredible program called friends in film, Janet urban, friends and film, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, I started studying with her when I got to New York um, and she's virtual and she does work all over, you know, she's people all over the, the world of learning how to get into film by working on film sets and, you know, oh, you want to be an actor? Okay, go 
push coffee, you know, go clean up the the room, but you, you have to learn it all. And then you start networking and meeting people. So if you are so one track focused, um, you, you might be missing out on stuff, which is where we've been told a lot of be one track focused. Don't have that, you know, that side, you, you know, that side hustle, um, you know, good luck. But if you are side hustling too much with like waitressing, which I'm, I don't mean to be negative about it, but I will tell you that, you know, I had plenty of friends that they ended up spending so much more time doing that than being on set. And then I was on set meeting people constantly. And that's how I started to build my casting options, my producing options, um, you know, doing films as an actor. And um, so blessings to Janet for, you know, teaching me that concept. And I just can't stress that enough to everybody of just get out there. You can still be an actor and know all these other things. Amazing. Reminds me of another interview where the, the guy said, um, you have to be there where the shit is going down. Yeah, you right? do. It's like, go there and then you meet the people you can connect and then you can choose, okay, do I want to be an actor here? Do I want to be a musician here? Do I want to be the producer here? Oh, do I want to have a contact for Ben being blah, 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 right? It's like, go there, be there. We don't even know, like half the time, we don't even know all the jobs that are possible. So when you hear somebody say some like really super niche of like, I do all the food art for, you know, Burger King commercials. And you're like, what? How's that a thing? And they're getting paid very well. And they're having fun days on set and they're around the people. And, you know, they go do a couple of days here and there. And then, you know, they have enough to go do their passion projects. So it's it's that kind of stuff that I'm like, you guys, you don't even know all the jobs that are out there. You just don't know. Oh, I love saying that you say this because it brings back two things again. One thing is this no either or. Like, and what you say, like, it's so true. There are mentors, coaches, books, whatever kind of content who teaching you or teaching you focus on one thing, do one thing. Mm -hmm. da, da, da. And I love hearing now, right? Someone saying like, no, like spread it, be open and simply be open to what is available and stay yeah. curious and open to receive. And then you think like, ah, and this brought me actually here and this brought me here without being like too narrow in your view and like, and I, I yeah, because yeah, I think that it's, um, let's, that is such an important distinction. So let's kind of like divide the two and yeah. talk about how they actually marry together like beautifully. Okay. So if you just are a hundred percent, hundred thousand percent, one thing yeah. there, you can do it, but statistically speaking, your statistics are going to go way down in terms of, because if you're like, I'm just an actor, that is all nothing else. Also good luck. If you're not even having like a survival job, like, I don't know how you're doing it, but Hey, it could be the thing where somebody is supporting you and God bless you for that. That's amazing. But if that's all it is, then you're missing so many opportunities to be on set, be around the people, those kinds of things. Um, now if you do, if you're, what is the Jack of all trades, master of none, um, you know, that is also another thing where you, you know, pepper so many different things and you do come across as like scatterbrain. Like if you hand them that business card that has like, I do 17 things on here and people are like, oh, I don't know what to do with you. Like that's, there's something to be said about that as well. But think about the umbrella of the umbrella is I am an 
actorpreneur. I am an artistpreneur, you know, like that's what I do. And all these things marry into each other. Every single piece of thing that I do, I now do writing, which I never thought I would do, um, you know, stage management, producing, acting, casting, all these things go into the same ultimate goal of, I, you know, I work on films and movies and, um, you know, that's, those are all married in there. Now, if I were to be a jack of all trades, master of nuns, uh, master of nuns, master of none, um, you know, where I was like, I do gardening and I do pet sitting and I waiter, um, and I'm an actor and I'm, you know, like, then you see how those don't marry together. So they're not going to get you to your path as quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderfully like summarized. <laughs> it's, ex it's exactly. I love and teaching. Can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> We come to this, yeah, and I love it. So there is so much gold in there. Like everyone, please listen very carefully and write <laughs> down what you hear. You have this master here on this episode. No, but it's it's actually exactly what you say. Like, yes, you can have several, but they should. Let's say should quote unquote yeah. have one yeah. umbrella that people get it. Like it's it's this full service agency, right? Like I'm doing everything for everyone, and then. No one is your client because they don't get it. But as soon as you have this one umbrella or one brand promise or one topic or one ever, whatever, and then it fits under one. Yeah. Yeah, because people have to know. Uh, so if I want to talk about, because if we have a lot of actors, let me just I'll briefly do some casting stuff because everybody has that question of how do I get a job, Jana? <laughs> uh, you know, like I need to know who you are. So like, and that's the same thing when you are building your acting career or your artist career is I need to know who you are. So you can do like, I mean, I had a, a friend who she was a visual artist and she could sculpt and she could paint and she could weave and she could, but all of it was visual artist and so you know as an actor you're like I can produce and I can direct and I can you know write but I'm an actor those things are married into each other but um okay so in terms of casting I need to know who you are if you send me 15 different things of um here's me being angry here's me being happy here's me being the girl next door I'm the sexy girl you know like I don't know who you are so I'm not asking you to pigeonhole yourself like you're very talented you know there are so many different layers to all of us but you find that core essence of who you are build your branding around that and then you start to like, peel the onion a little bit so that you're not you're like showing layers of the onion versus here's an onion here's an apple and here's an orange and here's a lemon I can be any of those things you're like what um so that's why I always kind of like use the example of um so Jim Carrey when he first got super famous for like Dumb and Dumber um and then he did you know Ace Ventura The Mask I mean he was wacky over the top bananas crazy like that's what we knew and loved him for and after he had a but all those characters had slightly different variances in terms of like, obviously dumb and dumber, you know, he was not as smart as his character in the mask who was suave and wacky, you know, mm -hmm. there's <laughs> so, um, but then when he was like, okay, I'm established. People know who I am. They trust me. And if we want to talk from business, my name brings money to the table. Then, you know, they, and that's where that trust is, that brand trust that then they go, okay, well, what else can you do? And that's when we saw Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, um, which absolute 
dramatic heartbreaker of just incredible of depth of acting was not wacky in the slightest and so that's in there and i know all you guys have so many different sides but start with your strength build that show the little the edges of that and then once you have established credibility go hey you want to know what else i can do bam and people will ask you because they'll start to love you as a person and they'll be like i want to work with you more what else can you do <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely true, Jenna. It's amazing. I think everyone should listen to this five times because <laughs> every word what you give is like, okay, let's let, let's dive into this again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you you mentioned in between that you are also a teacher. So we as we when we met or met first time connected and for the first time and then last time until today is um, <laughs> is that you were in the middle of this. I think more coaching artists than being an artist at that point. But maybe let's let's take us or take us on this ride. When have it actually started to be more of a coach or teacher than an actor or actress? Yeah, so that was, um, so let's talk about the blessings again. So very blessed. My mom um, is an entrepreneur coach. And so when I was 18, I actually took a year off from college because y'all art school is intense. It is hard. It is. And, you know, just going to college is in, you know, a different state, like really far from your family is a whole other thing. So I took a year off just to kind of like regroup. And during that year, I was like, okay, how do I, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit on the couch. That's never been my MO. But, um, you know, uh, my mom was like, look, I'm teaching these classes. I need an assistant for somebody to help me, like, you know, bring all the stuff, get all the paperwork organized. And I was like, well, hey, I have part of a degree in that. Um, so I ended up going to all of those classes and started to study entrepreneurship and business. And that was really blessed that that continued to, even though my mom and I weren't always in the same location, we continued to study virtually and work on her programs together and those kinds of things. So I had been That's watching cool. somebody else do. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So, like, seriously, that's, I mean, you know, whatever, for me, it's a God, it's God, but you know, for wherever, you know, people are being guided, um, you know, it is, you are going to pick up things along the way that is going to ultimately feed into who you are as a person that you feel is irrelevant at the time. Like that was my thing. I was like, mom, I'm an actor. I can't be helping you with, you know, this business stuff. And she's like, you're going to help me with this business stuff and it's going to help your acting. And I was like, I don't understand. But oh I do. Oh my God! I have to interrupt you. I have to interrupt you. Like everyone, listen to this. That this was, as you said, God. Let's say spirit, universe, the higher source guiding through your mom. Right? It's like when you hear these things, you're like, oh my God, so good, right? And then the daughter says, like, no, I don't want that. And then the mom's like, it's so cool. Sorry, but I had to emphasize it. It was, I remember, I even specifically remember, let's tangent this because this is a good one. I don't talk about this very much. Um, there was a gentleman in the group with my mom and he's uh, an incredible pastor, incredible, um, you know, uh, he doesn't like to talk about it, but he he does have the gift of, of prophecy. And I know not everybody's on board with that, but, you know, when he, he, he pulled me aside after being with me for several weeks and he was like... I have to tell you something. He was like, you're not going to be an actor right away. And I was so mad. You have no idea how mad I was. I was like, I'll show you. You don't even understand. I'm and you were still studying in this moment. Yes. Okay. I was okay. Like, yeah. 
an actor. And he was like, you're going to go teach and you're going to go impact people that you don't even know. And you're going to make a bigger difference that way. Doesn't mean you can't be an actor, but you're being called for, for more. And I was like, what, what? And sure not like that had totally like fallen out of my head. And then I saw him, you know, recently um, and it just kind of like bumped back. I was like, oh my God, he prophesized this. You know, it's crazy how that stuff happened, but it is, I mean, so the, the teaching for me, I'd been so focused on, um, you know, doing my own thing as an actor, doing my own thing, working behind the scenes and trying to figure out how do I build my acting career, my acting career, my acting career. And then there was this period of time where um, I had to leave New York, my mom's health, that we were so concerned. Mom is fine, by the way, just I always like to put that out there. But we were really concerned about my mom's health at one point. And so I left New York, which is like this huge no-no to so many artists. They're like, you can't, if you leave a hub, you're never going to be it. And I'm like, no, stop it. Especially this blessing of a day of self-tape. Like, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, And, but I I have more time. I found out I'm good. Um, And so what, um, so the the thing that happened when I was home with my mom is I got back into her even more into her business stuff and she was studying personality science at the time and I started to try and figure out well what is that I feel like there's something in terms of casting and personality mm-hmm. like there's mm-hmm. got to be something there um so really started digging into that and I was going to then I started getting more opportunities down in Atlanta cuz I kept trying to move back to New York but I didn't feel right And I need everybody to listen to that stuff. Like when something doesn't feel right, it's not right. You know, like that's that's for real. I couldn't move. I could not do it. I spent two and a half years being, you know, with my mom and then going halfway because she lived directly halfway between like New York and, um, you know, the when I would have to drive. Well, actually, no, that's not directly halfway. Okay. She lived in a very convenient space for me to get to New York or Washington, D.C. and Baltimore. So I did work between those two areas for two and a half years. And by the way, everybody goes, you lived with your parents in your 20s. Ew. And I'm like, nope. Like, you got to do what you got to do. It was a blessing. It was a blessing. Um, But it was, I was still just doing me and then kind of studying this personality science and letting that idea mull over in my head. And when I started getting more gigs down in Atlanta, I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to, you know, teach this and do my acting. And then as soon as I moved down here, the pandemic hit immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything had to go online and I was not able to do acting. The industry hadn't figured out what it was doing yet. So what I could do quickly was start teaching. And just so it was everything happens for a reason. It does. So, um, you know, as soon as I could start doing some in-person stuff, um, you know, I went from just being online, kind of talking about the philosophy of it for, you know, of acting to business to marrying the two. And then eventually, um, after about six or seven months of the pandemic, I got a really small group of just six people together. I was like, y'all good to do an in-person acting class? Cause, cause, cause I'm, I'm itching. And they're like, yeah, and you do, you just go, you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, miss, I miss doing as many of those. We, I guess we'll get into where the journey has taken since, but that was a lot of information to process. So hi. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. I this, oh, this and this. Oh, there was also something. Yeah, we will definitely go into the next phase. But let's let's pick one or two from these. What you shared. Um, it's so good that you can re- put on repeat, and you say like, "Oh, I have to go back again and again." Yeah, do it. Um, is two things. One thing was if it doesn't feel right, like the whole thing of listening to your intuition. And it's not, I think there's a fine line, of course, always part in coaching, like in between of, ah, I don't want to do this. It doesn't feel good. Oh, is this maybe your comfort zone or your ego? Or is it your intuition? Like having this distinction, but trusting your intuition is one thing. It's like super important, especially depending on where you're at in your success or career, or maybe you're having people managing you or you're having people around, like still check in with yourself that you don't lose track or you don't lose yourself or Yeah, you're too much in your head. So I think this was one part of what you shared and then a way bigger part, but also the teaching. I I remember now a conversation probably 20 years ago uh, because I always was surrounded also by artists and musicians and, and yeah. And I know how we said back in the days when you're, for example, in this a music teacher or maybe in, an art teacher. doing this... Keep going. Yeah, for for life, life gaining, then you are not a real artist. Yes, I knew you were going that direction. I knew it. (laughs) You can't do teach. So, and then having you, having listened to you, right? And then hearing you speak, I think the biggest or the most beautiful difference is in there is again, this either or thing or an end. How can you bring your full artist? in your teaching like you don't have to give up your creativity and your flow and your emotions when you also teach i think that but it should be probably a big distinction to think about do i want to teach and maybe because there are some i mean i know musician friends they are more teachers than artists period but if you want to be this it's fine but being an artist and having but several other paths to yeah, to also create money or to gain jobs or whatever. When you then teach from your heart, it's a difference. So you want to say something? Yes, I'm, I, oh my gosh, I was like, I know where she's going with this. Yeah, that was definitely a difficult thing of, um, you know, when you hold yourself out as a teacher, because there's this negative stigma in the artist community of those who can't do, teach. And so if it's like, oh, you can't get your acting career off the ground, go teach high school drama, you know, or whatever. And it just, it, it's, it's so negative the way some people say that just in in terms of the same of people that look down on me when I left New York full time, you're never going to do it. You know, you got to be in it. You got to be pushing and hustling and grind. And I'm like that push, that hustle, that grind. First of all, I hate all those words so much. Um, you know, you're, you're breaking yourself down to the point where you don't like, what are are you giving the best of yourself when you are there and you are doing anything? So, um, where I'm at now, which is where I'm definitely supposed to be is, you know, when I got to start teaching here in, in, um, Atlanta, it, the acting coaching helps me also network in terms of like, let me give and be of service to other people while I'm new to the area. Um, whereas I normally recommend to people to like go take classes and stuff, which, um, but at the first part of the pandemic, one, I didn't have a job. So I was like, on savings that I had just moved and I was ready to like set up my networking and dive in. But 
there was no networking to be had right away because people hadn't moved on to Zoom yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's that. And then it was like, okay, if, um, but I would recommend for people like, you know, go to uh, classes, go to networking events with actors, like, you know, do get out there and do those things. But if you can't do that, how can you then give back? How can you give to other people? So instead of just coming from a, I'm going to show up to this thing and get what I can from it. And um, I was blessed to get connected with a lot of really wonderful people. And just because their careers weren't, you know, 10 miles in the sky and like, I need to know them. It was there. You're going to meet people along the way that you're like their energy, their focus, they're going somewhere just because they're not there yet. doesn't mean that I brush over and go, well, you don't have anything to offer me. No. Um, I met some incredible, wonderful people and, um, you know, it is really spider webbed out in terms of who they've connected me to. And, you know, the way that like, if we want to be just straightforward in terms of they brought me students so that I could pay my bills. Um, but they brought me students who I love and I have gotten so much out of teaching them. I've learned so much. Um, and then also it got me connected to some major producing projects that I'm still working on here in um, Atlanta, which is just wow, just wow to to be able to, um, you know, start to get involved in a project on that scale. Like these are multi-million dollar projects that like, I don't know, you just don't think of that crossing your mind of being involved on the producer level when you're, you know, I mean, I am a few years outside of college, but you know, you don't think of that until I'm, most of my other producing partners are 15, 20 years older than me, but it was because I was giving and being of service hmm. that they were like, okay, there's something she has knowledge and there's something more here rather than she's just playing small and saying, Oh, I don't know anything. Somebody teach me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do my best. And you just yes. And your way through the conversation. (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing. So, so valuable. So valuable. It's like, I think what comes to my mind in this is you are putting yourself out there. Yeah. Still with all the umbrella, like not you, like everyone listening, like you're putting yourself out there with this umbrella but being open for not being too, I don't know, yeah, narrowed down, like not having like just one thing, like I'm a singer, I want to sing, I'm a guitar player, I want to play guitar, I'm an actor, I want to be on stage. Thing, No, but, the, and there the entrepreneur mindset comes in, right? It's exactly, this is the part of, hey, I love what I do and I'm blessed to be already in a place of doing art and not only dreaming about it, but how can I now integrate this entrepreneur mindset and saying like, okay, this is also a business and it's about making money and it's about having success. And how can I do this by being more open and more flexible to all the opportunities coming my way? This is exactly what happened to you, right? And it's really easy that we all sell ourselves short in terms of like, you know, you you don't ask for enough to be on set. You don't ask enough to, you know, have students pay to be, be a part of your program. So, you know, those kinds of things do happen. I'm not going to say I'm an expert at that yet, because there's this weird balance of getting yourself out of the limited mentality space. And if that's where you've built your network of, you know, 
there there are a good number of people that they're not paying as much because they don't have as much because they're for because for 15 million other reasons but I honestly think speaking from personal experience and my experience of it, you're not thinking big enough. There's, um, you know, you get what you attract, what you're thinking about. And it's not this egotistical thing to be like, I want to be paid well for what I do because I do it well. Um, and, you know, and, and that's the thing so many times with the actors too, is you're like, well, what is a good actor versus a bad actor? You know, I, I can't cry on cue, so I must not deserve, you know, a, a full paycheck. <laughs> like, I don't know. Those kinds of things where they think you have to be so advanced. And it's like, how many brand new babies have we seen on, you know, screen? What well, I call them babies because they're like really young. And you're like, there's no way they have years and years and years of training under their belt. You know, they have a little bit of of natural something and then they picked up with what they had and they kept going and but they're thinking big they're wanting to play big they think that it's possible that's part of why you know going back to that childlike innocence is so is such a big thing in in um when you're training to be an actor is because you're still thinking things are possible and you're not putting limits on your emotions on what you're going to do in the scene what how it's going to play out um you know so that's what I just really want for but it's I mean and I'm still working on that too of just hey, more than this is possible. If the group that you're currently associated with, it's not that you have to drop them and be like, peace out, never going to hang out with you again. But it's start your leveling up, start looking for those other people and start associating because this industry is very well paying. It pays very well when you're in the right circles. And you can find those circles, but you have to put out that energy too. Cause I'm going to, and I don't just mean that. No, some people go, Oh, Jana's going into woo woo. And it's not that you, what I mean, even just by putting out that energy is I can see it all over your face. When you walk into an audition, oh, listen to me, I'm old school, walk into an audition um, versus sending a self tape is I can, you're like held in, you're quiet, you're reserved, your body language says, I don't deserve to be here. You come across as desperate, um, you know, or obnoxiously confident to the fact that I know that you're faking it. <laughs> so, you know, when you're calm, cool, collected, and you are like, you believe in yourself, you believe in your right to be there, you believe in what you're bringing to the table, I want to buy your product because you're confident in what you're selling. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> because this is when you share these things, I was thinking like, yeah, yeah, I think I did two solely episodes of that. Like I'm always talking about know your value and know the value of your art, right? Like when you know and make it more tangible is like when you already have a bit of experience either in your life or with your art or with people, see what they are reflecting back to you see what's happening when you show yourself or share yourself or share your art what is the real impact it's not simply acting and making them laugh or um singing a song and making them cry or uh, painting a picture and seeing how reflective someone gets it's like what is behind like seeing the value of what you are actually doing you are changing a day a life you're saving a life you're transforming a life like see the actual value of what you're doing so that you then can be way more confident in yourself with yourself and then as you exactly as you said then you can show up in a different way 
and yeah, um, yeah and attracting I, different things. Yeah. Well, my dad um, said something to me. I got to go visit him the other weekend, which was awesome. And he said a little saying I've never heard him say before. He was like, oh, you don't teach uh, uh, you don't teach kids. They leech information. <laughs> and I went, what? <laughs> it was like they do. They just pick up on everything. And so that's what we get to do as artists, too, is that sometimes I mean, that's why I'll be honest. I am one of those people that rolls their eyes when I go to watch something, you know, on TV, a movie or, you know, go to the theater and they're throwing the message down my throat. I'm like, no, I didn't come here to be taught a lesson. I came here to think for myself, watch somebody else's life experience and then, you know, absorb that lesson into my life. So that to me is you know, if, if we want to talk about quality art, um, you know, which there can be quality in so many different ways, but, um, that's really important to me. And that's something that, um, um, especially the, the film project I'm working on now that I'm getting to help write is I'm really helping her, um, the, her, the, the main writer and she created the story, but we're really focused a lot of the times on how do you word things so that people don't just click it off because they go, oh, well, you're throwing a message at me. It's directly in conflict of my core beliefs. So I'm done. Hmm. Versus you're, you watch somebody else have a completely different life experience, but you're so connected to them, even though they're so different from you, but you didn't preach the lesson. Mm -hmm. You let them just kind of absorb what's happening. That's how we do what we do as artists. That's mm. that's how you get a message across that somebody otherwise would never listen to. And I think that's why I'm doing the whole podcast and the mentoring, because I think for every artist, mm -hmm. start seeing and owning and embodying how fucking much more powerful every artist <laughs> is. Yeah. No, it's simply true, right? It's like there's so much more power in every art and every artist. Not and yeah, the last three years made the belief even stronger that the artists are the last in the chains. But I'm definitely up for the vision of being the first in the chains when we ourselves start owning it. How powerful we and the art is, and that we can change everything with art, but therefore we have to see it ourselves first. Yeah, and it gets talked down a, a lot in terms of, um. You, you know, the people are like, oh, that's nice or that's cute. And then people thinking that they have to be in two different, completely uh, two different camps. Um, I'm not going to call out any specific actors here, but let's just talk about the really famous actors that they played really sweet, sincere, lovable, wholesome characters. And then we saw them get off that show and go play grimy and dark and intense. And they're just trying to so badly show that they have more to offer. They're a serious actor. And it's like, okay, you do you. That's fine. But at the end of the day, like, there are so many people that still loved and learned a lot from what you know, you did teach. And sometimes I work, I don't mind people expanding themselves. We already talked about that, but I yeah. do worry about people trying to do that 180 just because versus picking that project, not because, Ooh, I get to do stuff I haven't gotten to do before, hmm. but picking a project because I get to teach something that I've never really, I've gotten, I'm getting to be teach. Ha. Huh? Um, 
I'm getting you to be a part of a project and a message that I haven't gotten to be a part of before. And I believe in this project and I believe in this message, not just, oh, this will be fun for me. And to Mm -hmm. me, that's what I've seen with a couple of actors where they do a 180, where you're just like, did you believe in that? Or were you just bored with being sweet and wholesome and you just wanted to try something else? So, and, and whether you're doing like this deep, intense, you know, uh, show and drama or like happy kid show, like there's still so much value in what you're doing. Um, just try and believe in the project. I understand you're going to have to take stuff sometimes that you're not like, this is my heart and soul and all of that. But if you don't believe in it at all and it, you feel the icky, you know, and you're just like, Oh, I don't want to do this. And like I was saying of the, the listen to your, um, intuition of like, maybe I sh- this isn't how I want people to perceive me. So um, you can't just always chase something just because of a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because it's very short term. It yeah. won't, yeah, it won't work long term. Right. I mean, as you said, like sometimes we do things we don't love 100%, but it's like more, way more listening and staying true to your values. Like someone, yeah. something will listen to this when you are congruent and then, the things will get more of that you attract them how you, you want them to be. You, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you continue to dilute. If you want to talk business strictly, you're diluting your brand when you're jumping around doing all these things just to make a paycheck. I, again, I'm like, who are you? What do you stand for? What do you believe? How do you like to come across? And um, it gets confusing. And so versus when I'm casting and I see that, you know, you've played the moody teenager 15 times, I'm sorry, you know, if you don't want to do it anymore, but that's your paycheck. So, and I'm going to, I can cast you very easily. I know that that's going to be a thing. Then make it your goal when you're on set to continue to, meet network with people and show them that other side of yourself don't walk around as the moody teenager show some you know additional complexity perfect perfect exactly and this we can adapt this to every kind of art when you know okay this is my go-to and this is easy and this can be sold easily and it was my passion now it's more like okay it's normal but it still gives you the money and then you can start seeing where can i place myself in a different way it's exactly what you say and then step by step by step you can switch or transition or whatever right yeah yeah Then I have the feeling we could talk two hours or three hours more because you have also so much to share. Yes. <laughs> let's let's wrap it up with, I would say three, if it's two or four, I don't mind. Yeah. Three biggest key learnings for you when it comes to, from artist to entrepreneur, what is the biggest difference to embody, to start seeing, owning, embodying it? For having more success, more money, more independence, more impact as an artist? Well, definitely it goes to branding is the number one thing I always talk about because that is true for any business. You see the McDonald's arches. You don't even need to see the word McDonald's. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of thing. If you need to be confident in who you are and your core identity and what you bring to the table. And so that branding encompasses so much of of just that's your life journey as well in terms of discovering yourself and and what you're comfortable with um then 
I guess so. Okay. So I guess here's what I'll do. I will tell you my four, I, I used to teach a class on the four pillars of a successful acting career. And oh, so please. whenever you're feeling, yeah, whenever you're feeling like uneasy, I think of it as like a table. And so if the table is rocking, that's probably one of these four things is, is uneasy. So branding and marketing is a major leg of that table. Mm-hmm. The other leg is the networking. You need to get out. You need to meet people. You need to, um, you know, continue to trust your instincts there because not everybody's going to be somebody you need to continue to keep in your life and all of that. But, you know, find those opportunities. And remember, networking is a two-way street. You're not just trying to grab something from somebody. You're trying to, you know, add value to their life as well. Um, Let me, okay, hold on. Let me pull up my list because yes, I, I yes yes of course it's so valuable i take all the time you need for going into this but it's like golden oh thanks guys i used to teach this all the time and so just so you guys know like recently i've been doing so much producing i've not been teaching as much which is why i'm like informate like everything i'm just like <laughs> throwing it all y'all i'm so excited <laughs> to be talking about this um okay so then the other one that I always talk to people about is mindset. Um, <laughs> you, you got, even though I, I kind of started to bleed that into the other ones, but mindset is just so huge. If you're unhappy, if things aren't going well, it's there's something going on in, in your mindset of either how you're viewing the career or also you got to think about it personally too. Sometimes people are like, no, I am, I can turn it on and off. I'm a robot. Here's career and here's personal, but you know, the two are very much married, especially as an artist. Yeah. Um, so check into that, make sure mental health and mindset and how you're, you know, viewing things are, is going well. And then the last one I mentioned is acting technique. I always save that for last because you can be the most successful person in the world mm-hmm. or the most, I'm sorry, successful, mm-hmm. the most talented, the most incredible actor ever to walk the pl- face of the earth. But if I, if you don't have the relationships, if you don't have the marketing and certainly if you don't have the mindset, right, then that, that doesn't matter at all. So do continue to grow your craft, do continue to study and be around, you know, other people and, um, you know, grow in that way too. Um, But definitely make sure that you have these other four legs of your actor table, all stable and and good to go. Yeah. Dana, what should I say? (laughs) This is so incredible. And everyone listening, of course, you can adapt actor to every kind of artist because it's exactly what you said. And I love that you put it last because I also believe you don't have to be the best in. And I think there is even now in these small snippets in social media, like I think from JLo or something, she says exactly, you don't have to be the best. You don't have to. It's simply. And then the other three are so like these four together. So whoever feels like wanting to transfer money because it's so valuable to Jenna reaches out to me. (laughs) Jenna, thank you so, so much for these incredible 45 minutes and for all your wisdom, your experiences, your knowledge, your everything you shared so generously. Thank you so, so much. My pleasure. I hope you guys are doing well. And uh, yes, do reach out to Tina. If you, if anybody has more questions, I'm, I'm happy to dig in more. Perfect. And we have all the show links, whatever you want to show, it's in the show links. So when you want to follow Jenna, wherever, then you find it in the show notes. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much. Thank you. It. <laughs>